when the radiator blew, right, it looked like a scene out of Cheech and Chong. There was that much steam and smoke <laughs> blowing down the Hume Highway. People are like, what is going on here? Oh, my here? gosh. What is up? My name is Sam Gordon, business owner, controversial off-roader, your future ex-husband and I guess now podcaster. Joined here with Michael Quinn, Quinnebago. The one and only famous plant lover of Instagram. Hey, froths a plant. Come here with Brielle as well. Bella Rose, city girl goes country actually. Yes, isn't I am. It? it is. Yes. It is. How are you guys going? Can't complain. Yeah. Uh, first time podcaster, long time listener. Yeah, that makes two of us. Yeah, no. Yeah. This is number one, numero uno. We're pretty excited to get the Understand Us series underway. I can't wait. Um, we're finally here, so I'm stoked to be here. Pretty much, as a fair few of our social media followers and stuff know, that on the move off road surrounds itself around building cars and giving people the opportunity to win them through raffles across Australia. So limited tickets get sold in each raffle and you have extremely high chances of winning as opposed to, say, the lottery or something like that. So we're going to put up tickets for sale. We're going to hopefully raise enough money that we can fund the Black Dog Institute's campaigns and everything that they're going to be doing for quite some time, I guess. So that's going to be pretty cool. I, um, I'm i pretty excited. It's been a long time coming, and now we're finally here. We're recording a podcast. I can't believe it. It is weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, seeing you in this environment is just unorthodox, to say the least. It is. I mean, I spend more time in the dirt than I do in a in a studio or something like that. So, well, I mean, yeah, I've worn my best trading clothes for you today. Yeah, as well. the Makita heated jacket. I can see it. It's, it's good. not needed. I mean, the temperature in here is well above ambient. I love yeah, it. It's, it's great. Good. I mean, it's surrounded by reptiles, fish, mice, what African cichlids, and a spin effect hopping mouse. Yeah, there's a precise. spin effect hopping mouse outside. The guys here having an awesome studio. Thanks to Elevate Podcast Studios, we're down here in Surrey Hills recording everything now. Not what I expected. It's actually really amazing. Mm, very, com- I, um, very comfortable setting to have a podcast for your first time when you've got nerves higher than... Yeah, and you start holding your breath when you're trying to talk and then you run out of breath and you just don't know what you're doing. I mean, 10 minutes ago I had verbal diarrhea and at the moment I can't get a word out. Yeah, it's a shit fight. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> can't, can't believe Someone it. get this man a bib. I want to speak about the side of, I guess, business and or like having a voice in social media, like we were saying, and like what that can do to your mental health as a person. I know that, Quino, like you've been in business before, and I know that, Brielle, you've got 740 million followers on <laughs> social media. So, Brielle, how does it comprehend into your mental health as a person? And does like does that change how you are, knowing that you have such a huge following? And does that make you sort of feel a little bit sort of, I have to watch what I say or I can't express how I feel to my full potential. Particularly on like social media, like, because there are so many people out there with social media. Everyone's got it these days and everyone is always on it. And when it comes to me and all my photos, I, I have a huge following that love everything. Then I've got all these people who hate everything. And even I just put up a single word or just something, they just trigger them. All their hate and words come at me. Like I haven't even done anything, but I get all their hate. And for me, if I put up with it and put up with it, I'm like, okay, I understand. I know where you're coming from. It's okay. Yeah. But then there's to a point where I'm just like, no, that's it. No more. Yeah. Like I still understand you guys are probably having a bad day or something's happened to trigger that. But for me as well... It's hitting me, your words are hitting me, and it's hurting me. It really depends on the day, but most days I get a lot of haters. I guess that's like, that'd be the hardest thing, I think, for me, if I was like, 
covered in followers and I had a, a large online following in social media would be dealing with people who don't agree with what we're doing mm. or what like what someone wants to say. Everyone has an opinion and that to me having an opinion is your right. You have a right to express mm. how you feel. Exactly, go um, for it. But exactly, but I think putting it onto someone who doesn't deserve to be mm. shit talked or someone who like didn't do anything in the first place and is honestly doing the same thing as what hundreds of thousands of other people are doing. Mm. I think that that's where it, it definitely would start to to mess with me as a person like mentally and big respect to you for being able to deal with the whole thing because for me honestly I don't think I would have been able to deal with it. And I mean like Quino was saying like you've been in business before and I've mm. been in a similar situation where you go into business and a lot of things don't line up. Yeah, and I think my my mental health first stemmed from owning a business. Um, before in 2015, I never really believed in mental health. I didn't think it was as big of an issue and as unearthing as it could be. I mean, before that, I was brought up in a family and a community where mental health was just something for psychiatrists and psychologists to make a dollar. That's what it was all about, yeah. you know. But then after that, when my business did go um, belly up and everything started falling around me, one of the biggest persons that used to influence me and tell me, no, 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 you know, mental health isn't a thing. Don't worry. Pick yourself back up, mate. You'll be all right. When he actually found me curled up in the fetal position in the bathroom floor going off and I was just not right. And he goes, you know what? I've got to pull my socks up and start listening to him. And that's when I become a mental health advocate because it, I found out the hard way that it doesn't discriminate. You can have one of the best upbringings in the world. You can have some of the best support systems in the world. You don't need to have major traumatic events for it to actually hit you and hurt you. I mean, I had a loving family. I grew up in an amazing family. I, I take my hat off to my mum and dad for everything they'd done to me and it still hit mental health. You know, I was diagnosed mm. with depression, anxiety and stress and it was all stemming from something as simple as my business falling apart around me and then everything else, the domino effect from that as well. So you start yeah. losing friends because you're not connecting with them the way you used to. You start lashing out and doing stupid things which can get people offside and my, my business page, I used to do some very stupid things on the weekend just to numb the pain, you know, drink excessively, do stupid things and a lot of my customers and clients sort of just wrote me off and wiped me away and go, no, 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 you know, looking at me he's broken down but now I've got what I do have now I know what I do everything's a lot different and I approach things a lot differently and especially on social media it, it's it's such an influence social media to anyone and everyone you just got to be very careful and fortunately I haven't had the hate that Brielle has copped which I think is pretty outrageous I mean someone's trying to get on social media and post what she does you know it takes a lot of guts and courage and you still get negative feedback it's yeah. it's horrible but it's just the world we are in. It's it's horrible. And there's some people that just don't don't appreciate or respect what a lot of other people put towards. Like you were saying, five years, like mm. five years of hard work, and that's, that's a long time. Like it just takes so long to be able to get people to a position where that is their life. Like mm. that is what they do, and someone can shut it down in a matter of seconds. That that's what annoys me. And it I think does. it's it's horrible. And like what you were saying with like suicide, it doesn't discriminate. Mental health doesn't discriminate. Like it doesn't matter what you are, who you are. Where you come from. Yeah, well, exactly. exactly. Right. For it's- the past four years, I've been trying to explain that, that, you know, it doesn't discriminate. I've had the best upbringing in the world and it still hit me in the face harder than you could think. It doesn't matter sort of where you're from. It's it's still a problem. And exactly right. It still hits a lot of people harder than anything ever. And I know that a couple of us here have lost good friends to suicide Mm. and I last year alone lost a good friend and then lost his father a month later the black dog institute I think is perfect and mental health itself is surrounded as being called the black dog I mean that's I don't think there's a more perfect name for it no Um, they've come up with a great name which nails the issue of mental health it is a black dog it does sneak up on you and you you couldn't have got a better name for a better institute really absolutely I think it's great sorry
We're big off-roaders. We- oh, well, you can call yourself big off-road. Oh. I mean, I've been off-road twice. I mean, my, my BT50 spends more time <laughs> in the mechanic shop than it yeah, does on the road. It has lately. Kids, don't buy a Mazda. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favour. I wanted to sort of have a bit of a chat off the suicide prevention, off the mental health topic, and just talk about travelling. Man, I fucking, I love travelling. It is so good. There's, so relaxing. It's yeah. good if you get to do it. Like, if you've got a vehicle that can take you anywhere. Yeah. And I'm not saying you need some crash hot car. I mean, nah. I bought a BT50 that shows you how crash hot I am. If you've got something that can get you out places, you're on a good start. Yeah, exactly. And now with everything that's going on, like COVID and all that sort of shit, like, we can't get on a plane and go to Dubai. We can't get on a plane and go to America. Like Unless you want to go ride a camel. Yeah. But even then. Yeah, well. Jetstar aren't going to let do they you make, do it. Do they make face masks for camels yet? Yeah, I don't know. Do they? <laughs> There's a good chance. It's got to be. I'll Google that. Got to be one somewhere. Yeah. Someone's gonna make it. <laughs> Being able to build a car that you can live out of and just travel, man. It's to me like that is the best. Well, I, I would rather get in my car and drive two days into the middle of Australia. Well, I mean, out of the three of us, I think if we look at Brielle, she's probably done more kilometres <laughs> like than anyone. I mean, how many kilometres that Land Cruiser got something? now? Well, the Land Cruiser's probably got. It's almost at five hundred thousand. I feel like a bitch. Like mine's got, <laughs> mine's got 193,000. I've done 10,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just lying to myself. About 9,000 on a brand new motor. It's not brand new. It's, only <laughs> half new. <laughs> it's just, just the top part, and that's not even right. <laughs> that's a sensitive subject. That's a really touchy subject, man. Like, we're talking about mental health. That's meant to be touchy, and I'm more touchy about my engine, of all things, right? That was insane, too. You only had it for like a week and we're doing- Four days. Like, yeah, you had it for four days and we're doing three kilometres an hour down the side of the freeway. Are you serious? Yeah. It, it looked like- <laughs> oh it my looked gosh. so bad. When the radiator blew, right, it looked like a scene out of Cheech and Chong. There was that much steam and smoke <laughs> blowing down the Hume Highway. People are like, what is going on here? Oh, my here? gosh. It was so crazy. It's like a steam locomotive train. <laughs> yeah. We were going away for- We were going away for my birthday weekend. Yeah. And we were going- Where were we going? Uh, Wallandilly Creek yeah, Station. Wallandilly Station. Shout out to Wallandilly Creek Station. And um, we're on the way down and we're like, yeah, this is going to be the best weekend ever. I cannot wait. We catch up to Quino and we're like, how do we catch you so fast? And he's like, I have had problems. Like, <laughs> I, I have had some big problems. And then we were trying to figure it out. We sat on the side of the road for like four hours just trying to figure out what the car was doing. I think at like, one point we're going to take my air con out because we thought it was overheating because the, yeah. like, the air con was making it yeah. overheat. Like the oh thing's getting gosh. so hot. So we're pulling like spotties off the bull bar, <laughs> like trying to get some airflow in there. Like people are blowing into the front. Well, that's like, what you do on a side of road. Down. It was so funny. There's like B doubles coming past us. <laughs> I think I pulled all the beers out of my fridge, my my angle fridge, and started putting beers on the radiator just yeah. to try and cool it just down. Oh my like, thinking that was going chill. to help. And then I ended up with warm beer, which was just horrible. While we're on the subject of beers. Yeah. I saw a couple of pretty cans sitting in front of me. We've got a couple of cans in front of us from the Shark Island Brewing Company down in Kirawee. And these guys have been generous enough to sponsor the podcast for the first episode. What a great, what a great little sponsor. I absolutely love these beers. These are the Australian ales. I'm a big fan. And um, I've cracked open a couple and um, you're going to have to give them a go. They're, um, they're gonna, an absolute go. I'm going to have to give this a crack. I mean, it's hard for me to say no to any beer. Especially yeah. if it's free and from you, like oh, mate. you've got me hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> I don't I, even like fishing. If I'm giving you beers, it's fine. Oh mate! If I'm giving you anything else, run. Oh, exactly. uh, it gets dangerous. Stranger danger. What are your go-to beers? I mean, it's pretty evident that my go-to beer is Carlton Dry. Although I have been a little bit disloyal lately, I've been going on the Great Northerns. They're mid-strength, Ooh, so that means yeah. you can drink double. Yeah. Double and end up less of a dick. Yeah, but you spend twice as much money. But you, get, they to drink, you, get, you get to drink twice as much. Yeah, it's true. Everyone loves a beer. 
And if you can have 40, that's, that's like, a good that they say Sometimes they say less is more. Wrong. No. Whoever taught you that, <laughs> go back and tell them that they're wrong. Less is not more. Like it's, def- not, it's simple math. Like, it's addition. <laughs> I'm definitely on the Great Northerns too. To yes. Yeah. The old yeah. black marlin. Yeah. I'm, I might be 12 years old, but I'm still a Canadian club dry man. <laughs> oh, look, you know, sometimes, as, as Canadian club once said, when you're over beer, get a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to tell you, for the last, I'll say four years, because mm. everyone's going to hear this, mm. it's been longer than four. <laughs> yeah. um, for the last four years, I, I think I've been over beer. Not <laughs> I don't think it's going to change, if I'm being honest. Oh. Actually, no, in the last 12 months, we have been nailing the cruises. <laughs> yeah, look, I was never going to say that publicly, but sure, yeah. you can't knock back a fruit tingle cruiser from me. Boys, they are. And then, oh, oh mate. Ma- match it with a Troy candy snorkel. Yeah, TC snorkels. Bit of eye candy for me cruiser. If you can't drink a snorkel in under three seconds, you got to go for a walk. Oh. These things. And guava? Guava oh, snorkels. Guava can't oh, go past mate. guava. Guava's don't good. even start me on. I, just, I started it, but don't don't start me on guava. No, nah, I, I won't go there anymore. Nah. <laughs> on the move off road, we only started the whole thing at what beginning of this year, January this year, and we've been fortunate enough to grow up in a society where suicide and everything is spoken about. But there's a lot of people that haven't been brought up in that industry or that sort of that area, I guess. Many many moons ago. Um, it was one of those things that you just sort of stepped away from and didn't speak much of the because it was such a tender subject. But it's been great that society and social media has made it such a evident thing that it shouldn't be um, shouldn't be frowned upon and uh, looked away from. It should be discussed, and it's it's a pressing issue, especially in all age brackets, not just um, the age bracket that we're about. Yeah, I definitely see that completely, and that makes so much sense to to me. And I think the hardest thing is trying to make it make sense to people who don't understand so for me i look into a lot of different situations where suicides arose or like people with mental health have struggled for so long and the main reason i started this was because i wanted to help those people the people that can't get help the people that ask for help but like no one responds yeah i think we and the three of us can sort of understand as well that or we want to help we want to be someone that they can rely on someone that they can they can speak to and i know that brielle here has what close to like 50k followers on instagram yeah across two accounts i have <laughs> that is insane yeah that's insane Big like props to yourself i mean it's been a lot of work for you to get to there uh, yeah a long absolutely. five years it has yes mm. it's taken me about five years and i'm at like 900 yeah well <laughs> shit well by one i think i'll be at 1100 oh yeah after god knows how many years on social media and not knowing how to use social media to its full potential is another yeah. hard task it's I a mean, problem with being 40 exactly right you know when you wear <laughs> when you wear vests everywhere and you know you're in bed by 7 30 most days it's hard to get on instagram yeah. and facebook and know what you're doing Ex- absolutely <laughs> i think i did my first live video not that long ago and i just made it a boisterous mess of it <laughs> Another thing that I wanted to touch on, and this is one that I hear a lot of all the time, and that's like derogatory terms against suicide, derogatory terms against mental health, using different words to explain it. And to me, a lot of people use words like that because they don't know how else to say it. But then there's a lot of people that make it into a joke or like people that, like you said before, don't really feel like it's a big problem. Mm. Um, People who haven't seen, like haven't experienced someone close to them suffering from mental health, depression, being locked inside the house for days, months, Not wanting stuff to get like out of that. Bed. Yeah. What, to you, does that? One of my biggest hates now these days are 
and I, I have to say that I was one of those people that used to say it, but that it's just a big scam for counsellors, psychiatrists, psychologists. It, it's not, you know. There's methods to s- solve any problem. I, I gave all three of them a crack, counselling, psychiatry, psychology. I gave them all a crack and then I was still in the mindset of, you know, it is it is all just a big hoax. You know, it's something to make an income from. It's something to stimulate an industry. Mm. After ex- experimenting with a couple of different tools, methods and exercises and then me, myself, learning those tools, methods and exercises, sometimes it's not just sitting in a chair speaking to someone for 150 bucks an hour, rattling off all your problems. Sometimes it was, for me, it was actually giving myself a bunch of tools, exercises and methods, which was, rightio, so today we're going to start off the day by making my, my favourite breakfast. Make yeah. your favourite breakfast. You're starting off the day on a high. Yeah. When you have a shower in the morning, have your favourite breakfast and then play your favourite song in the shower while yeah. you're sharing it ready. So you just keep starting your day and you start getting momentum and you start wanting to roll on a good day. And if you do have a downfall, go back home and find another thing that's going to make you happy. And you just get this roll-on effect and roll-on effect. But my biggest bugbear and derogatory terms is, oh, that prick over there, he's a depressed fuck and, you know, all that sort of stuff. There's so many reasons and why that person might be that way and why he might not be getting the right help because the right help might not work for him. For me now, after the five years, I'm studying psychotherapy myself, which Shit. is focusing on Jesus, art therapy. That's a big word. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I'm focusing on art therapy, and for me, I did the psychology, the, the counseling. I ended up in hospital. It did not work for me at all. Yeah. And I went to Darwin, and that's how I got through what I was going going through. Mm. I was in the nature. I was out doing something. I was do- taking photos, and that way I found myself again. Mm. And so I understand there's people, not everything's going to work for them. And for me now, I'm going to try and do the art therapy. I'm going to bring in equine therapy, which is horse therapy, and try and help find ways that particular, just sitting in a room, just talking. Yeah, I'm use other ways. in the square, you're outside. Yeah, I'm going to use yeah. other ways to help that yeah. person. And, and not that I'm taking away from psychologists yeah. or psychiatrists. I mean, there's plenty of people I know that it has worked perfectly for. Exactly. And I take my hat off to them that they actually went out and got the help and it worked for them. But there is other alternatives, and yeah. I, I know equine therapy will help so so many people, yeah. and art therapy as well, like you're doing. It's gonna, it, there just needs to be more out there, and hopefully this podcast can get that out there. That there is more ways and there's more methods to solving these issues. So when you say art therapy, what? I mean, I, I'm not 100 percent sure what it is. That's right. Know. I mean, yeah. I, I love coloring in books and crayolas. <laughs> the hardest part for me is not to chew on the crayola as I'm doing the art. And, you Stick know. it up your nose or something weird. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> Can we get Crayola to sponsor this? <laughs> yeah, we should. But yeah, what um, what is like art therapy? So basically, well, you've got the same kind of theory of sitting in a room with a counsellor, but using the art, it could be the painting, clay, crayons, anything. My favourite. Yeah. Sand yeah, even. Loves a crayon. You Love can a even crayon. go spray paint on a wall. And just being able to express, Just express, express what yeah. you're feeling inside without yeah, okay. any worries at all. Using that art, you can see, from a counsellor point of view, you can see how people are putting their emotions into their artwork. It might not mean anything yet, but eventually they might look back at it and see, oh, that's what I was feeling, or that looks like anger to me, or that looks like sadness. And they're thinking, why was I like that? At so that I guess from your point, once someone vents their art onto a, a wall, a canvas, or a, a platform, you get to then judge their art and go, rightio, so these could be issues that I might well, have to address. Well, not so much judge. Oh, not judge, but, but you, know, you can analyse. I could, yes, yeah. but it's more of getting them, I would be asking them questions. What does that look like to you? Okay. What does that colour mean to you? Where does that sit within you? I'm asking them what they think. I'm not putting my own thoughts and 
judgment on them. They yeah, got to okay. figure it out themselves. Yeah, okay, that's crazy. I, I, that, I'm I'm big for that one. That, one, that yeah. one's cool. That's um mm. that's interesting too. Like it's and mm. it's so like a, a not left foot forward sort of approach. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a big fan of that. Throw some fucking paint. But, but paint <laughs> <on the wall laughs> See oh, how it turns out. Throw a bit of custard from the other side yeah. of the room and tell me how you feel. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really do. I reckon that's something that I'd like to see a lot more mm. used in aiding people with Definitely. their rehabilitation to say as well. I reckon that's mm. awesome. Yeah, that's interesting to me. I think that being able to express yourself in a way that's not common, mm. yeah. I think, is like, and a lot of people express things so different. So, yeah. like, you'll have people that, like you said, equine therapy or. Yeah, well, it's um, completely different like again. Yeah, you, you can express yourself in so many different ways and being able to just let out the yeah. shit that builds up and all of that, like just being able to let it out. And I think that's a good idea. People deal with it differently too. Like That's it. One of my coping mechanisms in like shit situations or being able to deal with something for me is laughing. Mm. I don't know how many times I've sat in a room with Mr. Michael Quinn here and mm. I like cried because I'm laughing so much. It's unbelievable. Oh, if you like, laugh, you cry. And if you cry, you look ugly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simple as that. That's why I try not to cry. Yeah. I mean, I haven't got many style points in my face as it is. Crying is just going to make it way worse. Yeah. <laughs> in my honest opinion, I think making the best out of negative situations isn't acting like they're non-existent. Um, it's more or less recognising that it sucks. So, like, if I'm laughing in a shit situation, people are like, what the fuck? Like, why is why mm. is that so funny? Mm. And you're like... It's, it's almost frowned upon. Yeah. And, mm. like, to me, it's... I find humour in small things. Mm. So, like, I'll find something extremely funny and everyone will look at me and go, you are strange. You're cool. Like, <laughs> you are cool. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Yeah. And I think like, yeah, it's more or less like recognizing that it sucks, but you have the strength to not let it eat you. Like, mm. And that, like that to me is a big thing. Like being able to laugh in shit situations means like you're strong enough to know that this isn't like good, but it's not the end. Exactly. No. Like I'm, I mean, I'm 22. For me, I'm still so young mm. and like I've, if I'm in a shit situation now, I can only imagine what's going to happen in 20 years. Oh, I'm gonna, exactly there's right. going to be another shit situation in that 20 years. But if I can get through it now, I can look at it in 10 years when it happens again, yeah. 10, 20 years, and go, I got through it then. Well, yeah. even the age difference of five years, the amount yeah. of I've learned in five years, oh, my God. Yeah. You'd think, you think I'm 50, but trust when, me, I'm not. When you go through those things, you learn those skills and tools that you went through it with the first time. Yeah. And then when you go look back, you're like, I already have those skills. I can just apply them here and add other skills. And it's it's cliche, but that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. Mm. Someone wrote a song about that. I think there's more than one. There's got to be. Probably. <laughs> Old versus new, four-wheel drives, what do you reckon? I've had nothing new in my life, so I'm not going to start doing that because everything I own that's old, I can't have nice things. Well, you've got, <laughs> you got new heads in the motor, don't you? Well, they were new. Yeah. <laughs> they how, were. How'd they go? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, look, I'm all about old versus new. If you get anything that gets you off-road, out of the CBD, out exploring, whether it be 40 grand worth of car or four grand worth of car, doesn't yeah. matter what you own. If it's getting you out and you're getting to explore, you're, you're two steps ahead. And what you save on a new car, you might be putting into diesel and nice mods. If you able to buy a new car go for gold do it you know you're going to get the reliability instead of breaking down like well someone has in this room <laughs> yeah i mean i've been fortunate enough to not break down yeah well but i've been t-boned rub salt in the wound wouldn't you i've, I've thrown my car off a cliff once which was nice in the same car that i got t-boned in they just decided to cut mm. the half of it off and weld another i can't one believe on. they fixed oh that hey? yeah i, I can't got, believe they fixed that i got absolutely nailed this guy ran a stop sign 
and just nailed the side of me. Oh, my God. Passed my car. So there's like, it's like a T intersection, yeah. right? And if this guy kept going straight through that stop sign and missed me, he was going into a factory that had like Ferraris and Lambos and shit. Oh, my gosh. And this guy like gets out and he's angry that I'm sitting in an intersection that I'm legally allowed to be in and he blows the stop sign. Is he joking? Oh, my God. <laughs> Not, I, um, as, not as bad as having your licence for five days, taking your dad's kale out to Queensland and running up the back of someone who's just come out of triple heart bypass surgery. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Straight it, back to surgery. Oh, I'm not sure, but she wasn't impressed when she got out of the car. <laughs> Would not be, eh? Nor's the husband. Mm. <laughs> but not. Mind you, though, elderly. I thought I was going to jail for manslaughter. It, did you? Well, <laughs> oh, when God. she got out of the car and fell over and she's like, I just had bypass surgery and then fell over. I was like, oh, no. No, this isn't good. I'm 17. I'm in Queensland. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Dad's car's broken. Oh, it was shocking. I got my car back from insurance. I got it back and then it would have been like shit, like a month later and I was driving through the National Park, like mm. Royal National Park. Yeah. And as I was coming through, it was night. It was going to focus. Flies past me, like wrong side of the road, blows past me. And I'm like, okay, this is like, this is red hot. Like two seconds later, a cop comes up behind me, hope oh, with his lights on. And I'm like, I reckon he was chasing that guy. And then he like slows down and backs off. As I come down, I came around the corner and there's like deer in the middle of the road. <gasps> And as I came around the corner, it was so dark that I'm like looking at this deer and I'm like, holy shit, that's a group of people in the middle of the road. So I've swerved. If I knew it was a deer, I probably would have nailed it. Yeah. Like I swerved and then ended up on like this road based sort of stuff. And the road dropped off like 100 mil. And I'm trying to like, the tires are just rubbing along like this 100 mil step. And I just couldn't get back up. And then just went straight off a cliff and oh like got gosh. caught by a tree, probably 10, 15 meters down off this cliff. And I got caught by that tree. And then I got out of the car, climbed up to the top and that cop comes down, thinks that I'm the guy in the focus. So he gets out of the car and he's like, you're an idiot, mate. And then he's like, oh, no, it's not you. Well, he you. wasn't wrong. He was wasn't you. <laughs> I'm an absolute dickhead. Like, he gets out and he's like, oh, no, it's not you. It's not you. And then, like, helps me. I'm like, hold on a second. What would you have done if Bit I yeah. was that guy? Yeah. Like, he just left me there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think would have been, like, the hardest thing about gaining a voice in social media? Um, That's a good question. I think... For me, when I started all my business, I went through seven years of harsh bullying and I even ended up in hospital because of it. And over the years, I have spread my story. Eventually, I just started telling my story, what happened, who I am and what I'm doing to help change that and who I'm supporting. I guess when I start saying all those things and all those words, it's confronting for some people to hear. And when they were hearing it, they either go, I understand I'm on your level or they completely turn around and hate. And the hardest thing for me was probably getting those hate words and hearing that and then thinking, what are they going through? What's happened to them that day or that second? And I'm like, I just want to go and help that person. Yeah, I it loads to- you up with stress too, yeah. I guess. You end up like worrying about everyone else and people yeah. you don't even know. It's like, a domino effect, as I is. said earlier. Yeah. It, it's a domino effect for yourself. Mm. Definitely. Absolutely. I think what annoys me the most about social media and, I mean, for me it's different with the On The Move page and my personal page. Like, On The Move's only at 3K followers and that that was insane to me. Like, Mm, 3,000 people are interested in what, like, we have to say or what we have to do. And even at that point you start to get to the point where you're like, that's a lot of people listening to what we're talking about. That's 3,000 more people that now will get a message across that you're trying to bring into the... Definitely. Yeah, it's. I think it's, um, to me, it's insane. To think that a lot of people want to hear it, they want to be a part of it, they want to know more, or like even then when you think about it, even in just the community that we're in, in the four-wheel drive community, that's 3,000 people that understand. Like, I feel like there's still a huge stigma on suicide and mental yeah. health and everything, and that's where everyone gets a little bit scared and worried about going to some organisations. So when mm. little ones come up, especially with you guys coming with the four-wheel drive side, they're like, they see the four-wheel drive, they see community 
they will, will want to be more open and yeah. come forward. And that's why I think the like the coolest part about this whole thing is being able to build the car and wrap it. We've got like the wrap's getting designed now. It's getting installed soon. And it's sort of like a talking point. And I think that was my main goal with the whole thing was to have something that was a talking point. Someone that like someone will look at it, go on the website and see like a link to this podcast. They'll mm. speak about the podcast and someone else will listen to it and understand that there's more people in the world that are going through what they might be going through. Mm. Or even seeing the car, being able to come up. I'll probably be driving the car most of the time or I'll be in the car most of the time, coming up and speaking to us about it, yeah. asking us what it is, and then we can spread the word about what we're doing. The car's going to be that thing for you which will spark the interest of people going, oh, what's this about? What's this bringing on? And how do I learn more about it? And yeah. that's where, you know, these podcasts, and I hope they go a lot further than just this one, you know, it'll be a good mm. good talking point and it'll get a lot, it'll get a lot of benefit. Absolutely. I'm a plant. I'm an avid plant enthusiast. Actually, you know what? You guys need Mondo grass. Yeah. Mondo grass is too. Mondo grass in the studio will be cracker. That's the next. For the renovations, we're going to have to get those. I might even, I might even shout elevate some Mondo grass for being so hospital today. <laughs> so hospital. Uh, hospital. <laughs> someone, someone, someone say the word for me. Otherwise, we'll be sitting here for another 20 minutes, mate, trying to pronounce it. Hospitality. That's but- the one I'm looking for. <laughs> That's it. So I was close. So I was close. We're this far off. Yeah. It's just, I love how these guys are so hospital. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did want to say on this podcast, and this is something that everyone needs to hear, is that there are contacts for you to call if you're in a life-threatening situation. I mean, if it comes to the point where you need to call someone or your friends aren't answering, parents aren't answering, and you're in a shit situation, or you want to speak to someone who, I guess, isn't related, you don't know who they are, it's an anonymous call, there's Lifeline, and you can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 at any time. There's always someone there to speak to you. But yeah, 13 11 14, and... They've got a text line as well. I don't have that written down, but I know that there's a text line there if you'd rather text someone or if you want to speak to someone. It's a completely unjudged conversation. Definitely. It's someone who is trained to help you through situations like this and know that it's it's not the end, mm. especially not for you. I mean, there's to me, I think a lot of people see halfway what they're meant to be looking at. That's sort of how I'm trying to explain it. You look at the scope of things and instead of sitting here in a podcast studio talking to you guys, I don't know where I'd be or like, I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd be sitting at home watching a movie or something like that. But there's a lot of people that'll be looking at one thing and thinking, this is all I have. Mm. I've got nothing else to do. Mm. But to me, I think there's always something else for you to do. Even like people who don't have social media and stuff like that, they can't scroll through their phone on Instagram. So there's always something else for you to do, whether you've got pets, whether you've got family, friends, neighbours. Go for a walk. Yeah, Yeah. go for a walk, go do something. But like business for me, being able to start the business and everything like that, we've gotten to a point now where like I'm proud to be speaking with like two people who I would claim as friends who – experience the same thing that a lot of other people and a lot of other Australians and international people would experience. But being able to get to a point now, like there's always stresses. Mm. There's always stresses. Definitely. I mean, like even with like me building the Navarra and stuff like that, like Mm. trying to find sponsors and stuff, like you get to a point where you're like, I can't fucking do any more. Like you're just sort of sitting there and my hands like end up cramping into like- Yeah, no, I I take my hat off to you and it's a massive credit to you because it's not easy. It is not easy. For four years I've been renewing this ABN going, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to do something about this. I promise you, I'm going to do something. But yeah, yeah, no, four years later, 
still yeah. have the ABN, still pay every year, but <laughs> I'm getting somewhere with it, I promise. I'll do You're something with it. You're making an absolute bank off you now. Oh. Like, yeah. Look at this guy, he's renewed his ABN again. He's not going to do fucking anything. He's not going to do anything with it. <laughs> what, he's paying for a name as well? Oh, it's not It's not easy. It's no. not, and that's why I take it's, my hat off to you, man. Four years I've been trying to do this for. But it's, man, it's rewarding. It like, is, it is. In like, the long I, run, it will be. Yeah, I urge anyone who wants to make something bigger than what they are and like even for me not bigger for say but like my like i said my personal account is like 900 followers that's Mm. just an average like average following like it's nothing exciting but then like the on the move accounts like even though that's like 3k that's still like triple what i was at and like Mm. it's it's rewarding to see people that actually Mm. give a shit um like the constant communication back and forth having a slightly larger audience full of people who care it's it's insane i i love it i'm glad that we pushed as far as we did to get here. Many, many moons ago, me and you made a um, mental health video as well. Yes, we did. And that, that copped a fair few views. I was absolutely gobsmacked how much that reached. So mm. it doesn't take much. It no. doesn't take Just much. put it out there. The it right, does. Yeah, exactly. The right message is going to be heard. And mm. I think that's like that's the biggest thing and to take away. And it will touch someone in the right way. Yeah. 100%. I, and I still bring it up every now and then and show people. I, um, I remember, actually, I remember seeing that come up in my social media pages at one point. I think you actually might have shared it. I think I may have shared it. Yeah. I think I share it nearly every year from when we posted it. (laughs) I'm glad that we chose the initiative of suicide prevention to kick things off. I mean, those two words mean more than almost any others to me. I've dealt with suicide in close friends groups, uh, people that I consider family and friends, and even their own family, like I said, um, twice in a matter of months. Mm. And that that was insane to, like, watch our family nearly break down because... and. This is another thing. I'm going to go off topic here. Another thing is like people saying that suicide itself is selfish. Yeah, it, it, it does have a dark tone to it. It does, doesn't it? Like to me, I don't find it selfish because mm-hmm. that person can't see it. No. That person doesn't know. What's happening. Exactly. If the pain's become that big for you to actually have to take that step, there's some issues yeah. that, w- that it got to that point. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I, see, like, I see a lot of different things now that I'm following different pages after starting everything I'm following different pages that surround suicide surround mental health like recently even in the that surround loss of life in general Mm. like even then you see a lot of people that just shit talk Mm. you see like a news and alerts page or something posted there was a car accident and the person died and they're like well he was doing the wrong thing he's an idiot he was doing something illegal dickhead like imagine what the family is thinking reading what they have to see Mm. that astounds me people that don't understand that a comment that they've made on social media is going to reach a Definitely. bunch of people and, like, their whole family is going to go takes, through that It takes post. one second to tag someone and that's it. That person's yeah. all over that post. Exactly. Or, like, even if you see a post come up and it's about one of your friends, generally you'll just have a squiz through the comments. 100%. You have a little mm-hmm. have a swizzle and you go, oh, I wonder what people are saying. And you mm. see shit like that. I wonder how bad he's been slagged off at the moment. Yeah, exactly. You see shit like that and you go, turn it up. Like, yeah. that's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Someone tagged me in a post. Uh, someone's given Bella a bit of grief and I sort of went off my ham and cheese toasty and just went ballistic. Yeah. Snapped yeah. his carrot up or something. Snapped my carrot, flipped the table. <laughs> Threw me toys out of the cot and had a proper tantrum yeah. on social media, I to say like the least. Social media is very easy to say those words if they can't say it in person. Yeah. Social media yeah. is a really great tool if used correctly. It's also a very, very bad tool. Yes, definitely. Oh, to the wrong people. Yeah. Yes. It is. And like what you just said, there's people that will sit there and say, why would I say this to their face when I can sit here and type it? Exactly. Mm. And they aren't going to hurt me. Keyboard yeah. warriors. Keyboard you, warriors. I went mouse through fond- school. Mouse fondlers. You just can't win if someone's trying to slag you off in in like a social media environment. Like I went through school with like verbally, like verbally, verb, Jesus, I'm having a stroke. 
verbal abuse between me and someone from another school. Mm. And you, like, even though I don't see them every day, I still don't want to argue over Facebook. I want, no. to, I want to have a conversation with him person to person. It's like, also very easy to get it out of context because you don't actually know what that person's actually yeah. feeling or they, the way they word it could be yeah. completely taken off context. One of my good friends is sitting outside the studio and she sends me a text message and there's a full stop at the end of it. I want to absolutely lose my shit. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. Context, as you just said, in like a a conversation or in like a message or something can be taken out of proportion, like a hundred percent. And then a lot of the times, like what we have is like a social media section where we're smart enough to put things into context properly. Like a lot of people will judge things off the punctuation and shit like that. Like I'm so screwed if I'm going off grammar and punctuation, man. (laughs) I don't, did you do your HSC? Yeah. English was a a I did that fundamentals English where it's just like, a, B, C, D, <laughs> like in year 11 and 12, and you're like, A, B, C, D, duck. If you do this and pass, you'll get your HSC. Just getting your name on half the HSC papers is hard yeah. enough. Before we end the podcast, a thank you to Elevate. Yeah, big to, shout out to thank Elevate. Thank you. To Shark Island, the brewery down there at Kirawee, and to you guys. Thank um, you for having us. For, thank you for having us, yeah. Oh, look, it's been a lot, a lot of shit talking, but- I'll be stoked to have you guys back on. We're going to have our sponsors and stuff for the suicide prevention build come up. So check us Beautiful. out at On The Move Off Road on Instagram and Facebook. Bella Rose Goes Country. Or well, City Girl Goes Country, actually. Yes, isn't I am. It? it is. Yes. It is. <laughs> if you have enough data on your phone and your mum hasn't cut out your credit, follow Quinnebago. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the one. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully we can get another recording in shortly. Can't wait. And we will uh, We'll talk more shit. Can't wait. Sounds good. Exciting. <laughs> Cheers. Done. Thank you.